everybody. Hi. Yo. Yo. Hi. That's hey. Matt. Hey, that's Matt. Hey. I'm Kevin, and that's Jack. Hi. They sound the same. We're the same. We're the same oh person. Oh, my God. You're the <laughs> twins from The Shining. Oh, no. <laughs> play with us, no, Kevin. Play no. with us. No. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. Hey. Hey. Hi. Uh, uh, if you listened last week, we are going uh, on with our, our WrestleMania uh tour to wrestlemania and it's uh we're, we're only on two now uh it says a uh, 35 part series uh, and counting right actually well thir- it'll be 34 anyway. by the time we finally get yeah. around, by the time we get we're gonna be old i'm already true. old we're gonna be real old by we the record yeah, right, this every oh. other week <laughs> all right if we've got 33 to you go. Know, I didn't that is tune into the science weeks. show. I didn't. <laughs> the si- hey, I didn't. I didn't tune into the counting hey, show. I didn't hey. tune into <laughs> Math R Us. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, so we are gonna talk about WrestleMania two. The wonderful shit show that is, <laughs> is a shit show. WrestleMania two. A little bit of background. Obviously, the WrestleMania one was very successful, uh, so why not have a sequel? So they had the second one, and and McMahon pretty much was like, "I'm going to do this every year." He he already knew back then that yeah, this is going to be an annual thing. Uh, so he he plans this, uh, but this one is got to be bigger and grander and more celebrities this time and. Oh, it's gonna be great. So he uh You're already in your McGrand voice. You're already, it's be you're already there. So I'm gonna have it in three cities. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, he had Oh, it. that's this one. Okay, it's we've talked one. about this a little a little bit a yeah, couple of but times. Not not on air, I don't think. Uh so we have three cities. It's New York, Chicago, and LA. Three different Big three. Three different time zones as well. Uh, so that's a train wreck in its own. Because uh, I will say, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but one of the uh, the very first match for LA, no one's there. Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, like one in the afternoon. Is it, is like, it, when did, oh, man. So it started just stupid early. Yeah, and, and they still do if they're in LA. They're like real, but everyone knows. It's just a big thing. People travel That's for just how LA now. works, though. It's yeah. like, especially like the award shows. They're in like one in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're early. The, people get lunch and then go to the award show. Yeah. <laughs> because by the time they actually get to the show, it is finally like seven or eight o'clock here. Yes. That's and how that time was works. award shows. What? I didn't tune into the time show, guys. I didn't tune into Award Central Daily. Buh. Buh. Done with both of you. Um, so, <laughs> first city up. phone if you need I'll me to be... contribute. Okay. I'll, t- I'll text you when <laughs> I'm it's crushing turn. candies. Good day. <laughs> um, so, the first city up is New York. Ooh. Uh, we start in New York. The comment. Oh. Every city has their own commentators, by the way. And I've talked about this, too. Uh, 
you will see okay you will see one of the regulars and then a female celebrity guest commentator oh for every city that's for how they every broke, broke city okay that's what they do and there sometimes there's two announcers actually with the exception of New York, there's two announcers. So the first one is Vince McMahon. Yes, Vince McMahon back in the day was just an announcer uh, for Saturday Night's main event. I should also say this. After WrestleMania, they started Saturday Night's main event, which was a huge, huge hit. Uh, I think it went on before Saturday Night Live. Uh, but, yeah. I think you, yeah. And it was actually uh, Dick Ebersol was the executive producer on that as well with Vince McMahon. Uh, so it was a it was a huge thing, and they even, like, I think at one time they said one out of every five televisions in America had, the, had it on. It Holy was, shit. That's what oh. they claimed. It was big. Now, But also that was before the internet yeah, divided that would never up happen now. TV. Yeah, that would never happen now. But, uh, 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 yes. Where was I at? Okay, so uh, Vince McMahon is the commentator along with uh, an actress named Susan St. James. Susan We've St. talked about her. Yeah, we have. Do we you have. know who this is? No, but is this the one that's like, oh, my. No. no she like I on, said. Like, I think we talked about her before. No, but no. Yeah, no. we've looked her up. But keep keep going. Well, Susan St. James, I do not know anything about her. I have no idea who she is. I do know she has a star on the Walk of Fame, Crap. but I'm told anyone can get one. But uh, yes, that's about as much. I she does have a list of uh, credits, but that's about it. Don't look up any other any other people, Matt. I'm looking up everybody. No, don't do every it. single one. Don't do it, Matt. Just go. Okay, go. I'm looking up Susan St. James. Okay. Uh, she then, was in a oh, movie do, called do you recognize, a, a TV show called Macmillan and Wife. Do you do, do you know that? Do you, does Ma- anyone know that Macmillan and Wife? Yeah, oh, it was my favorite show in the eighties. No, it was not. It, I watched it twice a day because it was on four times every day. This is not true. It's not true. Okay. <laughs> uh, the okay, like I said, uh, I'm also going to be saying who sings "America the Beautiful" or the "Star Spangled Banner." They they go. Back and forth, which one? This one is a step up from Mean Gene last week, or two weeks ago. It is Ray Charles singing America the Beautiful, and he starts with the third verse and then brings it back home with the first two. Oh, wow. And I think he does it just to fuck with people because everyone's like, does he not know the words? Everybody only knows the first no verse. No one knows the third. No one sings the third <laughs> verse. So he started. But he fucking murdered it. He, it was great. Cause like every, you, but he did. I think he did that because then once he goes back to the other verse, he, everyone starts clapping and cheering. Yeah. <laughs> like he brought it on home. He does know the words. He, yes. He, he found it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, each each town has their own main event. Right, uh, and we'll get to those in a second. They're going back and forth with promos. Uh, first match in New York is the magnificent Don Morocco with manager Mister Fuji. Wait, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Did you say Dick Ebersol was one? Dick Ebersol. Yeah. He w- he was uh, 
for Saturday night's main event, which was basically what Raw is now. Susan right. St. James. Susan St. James was married was to married Dick Ebersol. That makes fucking sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes so much sense now. You know what? Thanks for looking that up. So here's the other thing. I will say she actually knows her shit a little bit. Okay. Actually, she's still married to Dick Ebersol. That oh, one she? stuck. Okay. Did it? Yeah. She knows her she's shit. Married 1981, but there's no end date. The other two husbands have end dates. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. She knows her stuff because, like, she's actually there. She's like, oh, yeah, I watched this. So she's watching the product because her husband's part of it now, I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> now that I know this. Now that you know it. Now that you know this. This makes all sense. It's clear. Yeah. Oh, numbers, the podcast. So good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... I so, didn't yes. tune in to hear about relationships. <laughs> so she she did uh she actually does a pretty good job. The other it's a the second one that I was referring to, she just goes, Oh, oh, but like which one, which knows, so which which town was that lady? Which that's town? Chicago. So. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. Mm. All right. Don Morocco with Mr. Fuji. If you don't know who Mr. Fuji is, he they basically took odd job from uh James Bond and made him a manager. I swear to God, yeah. that's all they did. Really? Look up yeah. Mr. Fuji. Really? Yeah. It is odd job. Uh <laughs> it's not the actual guy, but yeah, it's they basically have their own Yep, that yeah. Yep. That's what they did. Yep. Uh versus Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Dorf. He was in oh, Do you want to play a game? Is Mr. Fuji dead? I think he's or dead. Alive. He's dead. Is he dead? He died last summer. Oh, Mr. Oh, he did. He did. August 28, 2016. We're we're real respectful guys. I feel good about Uh, it. So Mr. Wonderful, who is dead, I already know that. Um, He, oh, no, he's not. Never mind. That's, that's, okay. Anyway, I'm moving on. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. He is now a good guy against Don Morocco. Uh, they they start playing like audio over their promos because they're like like they're entering and everyone's cheering and then like bef- the the match starts and then they just play. You hear the audio for their promos like I'm gonna get this guy blah 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 and it's like just a weird. Weird thing, and that's where like fuck up number one happens. Okay, it's like okay, and the thing is, so they start off with some technical difficulties. Okay, and you can kind of hear McMahon going, uh, "So those were the Pro Bowls today, like trying to cover up, but at the same time he's like probably dying inside because he's a perfectionist, and and he should be, Uh, but yes, Uh, McMahon is doing the heavy lifty lifting with the The heavy lifty lifty." Heavy lifty with a, a heavy lifty. with a with Susan St. James, but she is holding her own because she at least knows the groundwork. Right. Uh, it's not. See. It's not like she's commentating every day. Not every day. Not every day. Unless that's what her and her husband do. They just like. <laughs> Oh, we're walking down the street. <laughs> oh. He reaches onto the table, picks up the spoon, puts the spoon in the cereal bowl, and the spoon goes to his mouth. Oh, there's a dribble. There's a dribble. Milk sliding down the side of his face. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, it starts the match. 
goes on. It starts to get violent. Uh, and then they both go outside the ring, and it's called disqualified. They do a quick 10 count disqualifying both of them, and they do the thing back then where they both go in the ring and they got to raise one person's arm. Well, Don Morocco walks away, and they're like, we're going to get the results, and something's going on that here's fuck up number two already. Okay. Uh, something's going on where they're just like, McMahon goes, and the results are coming now. Okay, cut to the Mr. T promo. Uh, uh. So you never get the actual <laughs> results, but you do, because over the Mr. T promo is the results of va- that you hear in the background. It's weird and fucked up. I should say uh, they also play a uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper uh, promo where he talks about, uh, and I know we're predicting the future here for a little bit, but uh, 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 he he says how he was offended, how Mr. T, oh, by the way, I'm at the main event for New York is Mr. T and Rowdy Rowdy Piper in a boxing match. Oh. Uh, and Mr. T, to promote this, came out in a kilt. And Roddy Roddy Piper <laughs> says he was offended. He says, you don't see me painting my, or, uh, painting myself black and shaving my head like an Indian. Um, he, do- ha- he does that later. Oh, cool. okay. He does that later. All not, right. not for this, though. <laughs> and not he doesn't have a mohawk. But, but he does on. black body half. Half. <laughs> and yeah, I was remember that story because he was walking with like yeah. a giant like Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse or yeah. something like that through an airport. Yeah. So it gets okay. Even... The, is this, this another WrestleMania? Yes, it is. We'll talk. I'm about gonna have that to later. bookmark that. Yeah. Because I think <laughs> that holy shit. I think that might be eight or nine, but we'll that that'll be later on. Uh, so because that was a WrestleMania one. Oh God. Okay. Now, uh, real quick, because I guess I'm not quite understanding this. So they they've have WrestleMania. Three different cities. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, are the events happening at the same time? Are they? No. So, how is this working? Like, are so they- basically, uh, basically they uh, they have their warm ups and their main event in the first hour. Then the second, then that's in New York. The second hour is in Chicago. The third hour is in L.A. So after the first hour, New York's just sitting there. They're watching wa- TV. They're watching TV. Okay, but at the same time, I think I did. A, I said this on the last one. They kind of did that with a lot of WrestleManias, or the first WrestleMania, because it was closed circuit, which means they had arenas and movie theaters that you were just watching it. Right, uh, and that was the same case for this as well. But they did also have it on pay per view, which was kind of new at the time, so they didn't think a lot of people would do it. So they had both. Okay. Um. So this was this was their way of trying to spread the joy around through a few more cities. Yeah, That's, so you were so you'd have you're more right. of a live event. You but were just also, watching TV after. Like for the WrestleMania one, you were going to a movie theater to watch it. And some went yeah. to an arena. Yeah. Oh, that is right. Some did go to an arena. Up until WrestleMania three was the last time they did that. Okay. Um and it was like an arena, a seventeen thousand seater where they were watching T V. Like <laughs> in California, it right. probably wouldn't go down here. It's probably theaters around here if yeah. they did it, but uh, which they probably did. So, uh, 
I'll, I'll go more. I'll talk more about the main event when we get there because there is some weird stuff that happens. Match number two uh, shows us the first WrestleMania, and I should also say because main event was getting popular and WrestleMania was such a success, the territory system started like disappearing, uh, and all the big names from other territories started coming to WWF at the time. Uh, like Randy Savage. This was his first WrestleMania. He's fighting George the Animal Steel. Yeah. We've talked about this match before, but it's basically when he was stalking Miss Elizabeth, <laughs> uh, but in a, like, fun, playful way. Like, you were kind of rooting for him, even though he's just, like, he just is, like, the shy kid that, like, really wants to like her. He's like King Kong. Yeah, he's he like, really is. He really is sort of taking the place of King he's Kong. He's kind and of King Kong-like because yeah. he, he just wants to know what love is, but yeah. he's a little too much about it, yeah. and he's a little extra. And, uh, <laughs> he's, got a, he's got more body hair than oh, King Kong. he does. He's got a lot of body hair. And, uh, he's, like so, body, he's like King Kong, but hairier. But hairier. So this yeah. is and for also the, creepier yeah, somehow. Yeah, and creepier. Yeah. So this is for the Intercontinental Championship, which uh, Randy Savage has. Uh, let's see. There's a promo, pretty standard Savage promo. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So the thing is, like, like I said, it's kind of King Kong-ish, but you're also kind of rooting for George because Macho Man, not in real life, even though I have heard in real life too, but his character is kind of a jerk to Elizabeth. He's kind of a jerk, so you're like, hey, why not go with this hairy man that's kind of creeping on you? And she seems kind of okay with it. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, but he's a jerk. Uh, so, so, like, basically he just starts biting Randy Savage. That's his thing. He's an animal. They, right. they like, go around the ring, and once he catches him, he starts biting him. Uh, at one point, there's a bouquet of flowers that is used as a weapon. How? They? How would you use bouquet of flowers? It doesn't or, hurt. It depends on the flower. If they're roses, honestly, if it, were a big old, if it were a big old bouquet, I'd turn it around and like just stab people yeah. with I, stems. They were just kind of hitting each other over the head with cool. it. Uh, and George then, was eating them. And then, uh, and... Uh, assaulting. And then in the middle of the match, George does what he does best and starts eating the turnbuckle. Yeah, he does. Rips open the turnbuckle and just starts eating it. And That's his finisher. That, well, yeah, close. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Macho then wins with an elevated pin. He puts his feet on the rope to like put leverage on it. Ref doesn't see his feet on the rope for some reason. One, two, three, he wins. Uh, back then, they didn't do a whole lot of false finishes in the uh, in the tag teams, yes, but not on singles. So if you pinned, either they were kicking out at one, or if they went to two, they were kind of there already. Like There wasn't a whole lot of false finishes, uh, eh, with some exceptions. Uh, so he wins by cheating. Uh, so this leads, and then he takes Elizabeth, and they get out of there. This leads to George the Animal Steel. He just 
starts eating the turnbuckles again. <laughs> like he just goes, all right, and then huh. eats the turnbuckles. If I can't and have like, the lady, I guess I'll have the, the turnbuckle. turnbuckle. And then turns and then starts chasing the the referee out of the building, <laughs> and that's the end of the match. That's such a weird Yep. There's definitely should be some yakety sacks playing underneath that shit. So the third match is George Wells versus Jake the Snake Roberts. From oh, what I read, wow. Jake the Snake Roberts had only debuted three weeks prior in the WWF. He was another person that was from another territory uh, okay. and big. And like you could tell Vince McMahon just loved it. He's like, are you afraid of snakes? Uh, uh What's her name? St. James? <laughs> What's your name? Ever Saul's wife. Uh, <laughs> Susan St. James. Susan St. James. Are you are you a fan of snakes? She's like, I hope he doesn't win. Are you just going to pull the snake out either way? And like, you could tell he's excited about it. Uh, for those, we haven't talked a whole lot about Jake the Snake Roberts. He he is a legend. Basically, his thing was if, if he pinned you, he was putting a snake. He... He he brought a snake to the ring in a bag. Yeah, and opened the bag and laid the snake. A on snake the bag. He, he deserves his own his own like yeah his own. And we will yeah <laughs> uh, we will. I, I I do love Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, so this is one of his. This was like his third match in the WWF. Wow, it was at WrestleMania. Uh, he's really good at selling. And from what I heard, uh, here's a quick story about him with that. Uh. He's great at selling, and he would never... I think McMahon just wanted a squash match. Just, like, Jake to go out there, just do his moves, and just kill the guy. Uh, Basically. And that was it. Jake never wanted a squash match. He wanted to have an actual match. And uh, he was like... And McMahon saying, I'm not... I didn't bring you here to to sell I brought you to get over and he's like well I'm getting over my own way and they had a big <laughs> he he did I mean he it was just that he was putting on matches and not like just murders he wasn't they didn't he didn't bill himself as like the monster that, yeah. that McMahon wanted him to be like I mean basically if you just jump in there and destroy the other person you're you're setting yourself up as a monster right yeah. I mean mm-hmm. His finishing move is the DDT. He went, he does it, brings it out, or brings out a uh, the snake, puts it around Wells. And then Wells looks like he's foaming from the mouth. I don't know what he did to do that. It looked pretty cool. He was dying. He was yeah, he literally was dead. It was real. He was dead. Rest in peace, George Wells. Is he? I don't know if he's still alive or not. I really don't. Uh, Let's play our new favorite game: Dead okay. or Not. What is his name? George Wells. Okay, I'm going to say dead. I'm going to say alive. I'm going to say that he died five uh, years ago. American professional wrestler. Wessler? Wessler. He's a wrestler. He's he, my favorite wrestler. He, he was on the oh, West Wing. Yo, no, he's alive. Oh, he's man. alive. Hey, Darn congratulations, it. George I Wells. I lost nothing. Um, so, main right? event comes. It's, there's a, it's a no-stakes game. <laughs> New York main event comes. Uh, guest ring announcer, Joan Rivers. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Right. Did she here, make where, comments on what everyone was wearing? Not really, but I have a lot of questions with their... They have to bring I can in. answer. I love Joan. 
Joan is amazing. Not her. She does okay. great. I love Joan. She there's nothing wrong, but uh, she brings in the judges because it is a boxing match, so they have to have judges. Oh yeah. Oh. All of these celebrities are the weirdest amalgamation of celebrities that they have brought in throughout the entire show. So here's who she brings in: NBA uh, player Daryl Dawkins, aka Chocolate Thunder. Chocolate Thunder. Uh, That's a nice name. A guy named Cab Calloway, which I have oh, yeah. not. Do you know who's that? That sounds really familiar. Um, I think is he a musician? I think so. Look him up real quick because this next one. <laughs> Uh yeah, he was a he was a musician. Um I didn't, I didn't, yeah. He was uh strongly associated with the Cotton Club in Harlem. Oh. Um yeah. Okay. He was apparently even in the Blues Brothers. Hey, look at that. And then uh and then G Gordon Liddy. <laughs> An actual judge. <laughs> okay. G Gordon Liddy. Okay. But it doesn't get That's as weird as That's such like an interesting amalgamation of people. First of all, you've got so Joan got, Rivers. It gets weirder at the announcement. No one long. that We're actually not... judges uh, no one that actually judges boxing. But... No, but I never And so I... far no one even associated with boxing. The closest we get is a basketball player. You you're going to get someone in a second, okay. but not this second because I honestly don't know who this person is. I had to I did my research. I'm going to see if Matt knows. How old were you in 86? You don't uh, have to answer if you don't want to actually. Seven. Okay, seven. Uh, do you remember a Burger King spokesman named Herb? Apparently, it was Man. a big failure. No. And you were supposed to go up and ask, like, is Herb here at a Burger King or something? <laughs> it lasted for a year. The Wikipedia article says it was a big failure. Where's Herb? They were like... Oh, I remember the commercial. Okay, you remember this? This person's face looks familiar, but I have no idea why. You know, I don't remember, like, the context of it. It, Herb is the the timekeeper. So then uh, they bring the refs out. Um, Roddy Roddy Piper's trainer is Bill DeVoe and uh, Cowboy Bob Orton. Okay. And then uh, Mr. T's trainer is a little person, because why not? And smoking Joe Frazier. So we got one we got boxing one. person. Okay. I want to go back to Herb. Yes, please. <laughs> please do. My favorite is the idea behind this yeah, contest. Explain it real quick for us. So this guy, Herb, his real name is like John, uh, go, went across the country, uh, would be ushered into a Burger King uh, by his handlers, and he'd just kind of hang out until someone recognized him. And then if they said oh hey, God. they would he would just hand them five thousand dollars. <laughs> the fuck? That's that's pretty fun. That's that's pretty fun. I like that. Uh, so Herb's in the house. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna breeze through this because we're a little limited on time. So basically it's just a boxing match, but a little dirty. They're trying to grapple each other. What I did hear is that Mr. T was very worried that uh, that Roddy Roddy Piper would shoot on him, basically. Oh. Because uh, what you might not know is Roddy Roddy Piper uh, was in he was an amateur Golden Gloves boxer. I don't know if he won, but he was actually he was in the circuit of Golden Gloves back in the day, which is no slouch. No slouch. Yeah. Um. So he he was a Golden Gloves boxer. 
And uh, so he knew how to box. And, like, Mr. T was nervous as shit. So what they had to do is uh, most boxers, they tape their hands up so they and they can bend the fingertips. They had – they taped his hands in a fist so he couldn't – basically the end of the glove, if he was actually punching, wouldn't have a hand in it. Like – the fingertips wouldn't make he was hitting oh there's extra padding there's basically. extra padding yes. oh, okay basically he could not make a fist with the boxing glove so roddy roddy piper was hitting with pillows yeah basically <laughs> okay that that was the way they solved him shooting on mr t uh and i guess it worked but so there, there's like they actually have it in boxing match rules. They have the time every, and everything. Is this confusing for people? What do you mean? At the time, like, because they're used to wrestling. No, they say it's a boxing match. They they've been building they've been billing it and building it as a bo- boxing. But like, match. okay, I barely still a year into this thing <laughs> understand the rules of wrestling. <laughs> I would never be like, wait. If you threw me into a fucking boxing match, say watch, I'd be like, I'd be like, this is all different. I don't even know what's what. <laughs> why is there a timekeeper? Why? I don't. Why are there three people who have nothing to do with this thing here? Boxing yeah. was bigger back then. Okay, I will make that argument. It was bigger than it is now. It's kind of. I just watched a whole documentary about right. boxing. Well, now it's, it's kind MMA. of on, it's on the ropes. No pun intended, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, and it's MMA now. So, and they've kind of done that where it's like somewhat MMA rules, and people don't get mad about it. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, I I do understand what you're saying. Basically, in between rounds, like Orton's throwing a bucket of water over Mr. T's corner. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper throws his stool over there. In the second round, he knocks down Mr. T twice and then they say in this if you if there's three knockdowns then the match is over oh so that's what they're saying so then uh the tide starts you could you could also hear mcmahon's frustration with this shit show that's going on uh boxing continues they on the third round after the stool is thrown head shots start coming in now they were doing just body shots so are they they this is a, this is they're actually trying to box or yeah, or is it choreographed wait till you hear what happens next okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh the headshots come in uh uh roddy roddy piper goes down twice yes it is choreographed because then what happens is he pushes uh, the referee down and then body slams Mr. T. <laughs> and then a melee happens, which McMahon ref- calls it a melee. Uh, and, of God course, damn it, McMahon. Yeah, T wins by a DQ. Oh. Now we go to Chicago. Yeah. New York, you're watching TV. Gorilla Monsoon. And Mean Gene Okerlund are the uh, commentators and hosts. Uh, and Kathy Lee Crosby is the, exactly Jack. Uh, comes on to be the guest commentator and admits this is her first wrestling match that she's seen. Okay. Um, he, here's the one thing I know about Kathy Lee Crosby, and I looked this up, Jack. I don't know anything else she's in, but 
basically in the 70s they made a tv movie of wonder woman and then they made a series she was the tv movie wonder woman and then they cut her out yeah and brought in linda Linda carter linda carter (laughs) <laughs> uh, she was in other stuff as well, but that was probably the more notable. Uh, so, first one is a women's match, and I thought this did not exist. For some reason, I thought there was WrestleMania 1 had a women's match, and then we didn't see one for quite a while. This one was in there. It's for the women's title. Uh, Velvet McIntyre versus the Fabulous Mula, and there's a reason why I didn't know about it, is it's a minute long. Oh. Yeah. Sad. All right, uh, moving on. There's not much there. Uh, Who won? Uh, Mula. Mula. And she was like 70. <laughs> like she was old. <laughs> I think maybe she was in her 60s, but yeah, she was old. I, uh, <laughs> let's see. Wrestling like a 20 or 30 year old. Yeah. Uh, so Experi- then we go, experience over over yeah. age. Every so then day. we go to a flag match, and normally what, what a flag is that? Ma- normally what a flag match is. Is it's like kind of like a capture the flag or like a, a like they have flagpoles in the corners in four corners and you're trying to get your flag to the opponent's corner and take their flag out. Basically, you're it's like King of the Hill or something like that. It's okay, like that's what it is normally. Back then, it was. Whoever gets the first pin gets to wave their flag around. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So that was... It is... uh, God, it sounds like such a clusterfuck. Nikolai Volkov, Soviet Union flag, uh, with Freddie... Classy Freddie Blassie, who we talked about last week, and our friend... I need to say this real quick... Because this is a good story. Uh, our friend Brandon Erickson texted me and was like, "Hey, look up his car- look up Freddie Classy Freddie Blassie's uh, career uh, in Japan. You won't be disappointed." And uh, this is a local St. Louisan that we we looked up, and uh, basically he went to Japan. He had this big match against a big star over there, and he filed his teeth. What? Not down, but sharp. Right. And bit his forehead. What? And there was so much blood, and I don't think the Japanese audience was used to it, uh! that people were fainting while watching television. Uh! And one person reportedly had a heart attack and died. Yes. Oh, man. Crazy. If that's true, I don't know if it is. Have you, I mean, you also got to think this was in 1962. Ah. An American coming in back then right. was very it was kind of insane. Yeah, very insane. With uh, sharp baby eating teeth. Baby eating teeth. <laughs> so enough about him. Uh, that's a that, enough about him. Volkov, as he did in WrestleMania One, sings the national anthem of Soviet Union, <laughs> uh, and he's cut off by Corporal Kirsch. Corporal Kirshner's music, that is the person from the United States. He was an actual Marine at one time, so he's this war hero gimmick. Uh, I think it's like... The halls are da, da, oh, yeah, da. yeah, yeah. It's some like kind of military-esque right, right. song that they're, that they're playing. So he comes, uh, he comes into that. The crowd is going fucking nuts. They're going insane for this. They love it. 
Uh, match starts. Uh, Kersher's head is uh, slammed to the turnbuckle and starts bleeding. Uh, let's see. Ref gets knocked down, and then uh, Blassie throws in his cane, but for some reason, Kirshner gets it and then hits Volkov, and he wins and gets to wave his flag around. Oh, he has to wave his flag. He gets to wave a flag. Congratulations. That's yeah, you congrats. get to wave a flag. Two-minute match. Which, which Two flag did he wave? What? Which, which United United States. States. Did yeah. he? It sounded like a double cross there. It did. Uh. But like, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, was, it was his own. Uh, okay. And then some odd years later, so many people bent a knee to, <laughs> oh, to that flag. There? Yeah, <laughs> Corporal Kirshner. Uh, I did look up where he was now, and I wasn't going to go into this, but what I think was funny, like he just kind of left wrestling altogether. Uh-huh. He's a truck driver now, or was. Fun. And in 2005. Did uh, he die? They thought he died. WWE even announced that he died. <laughs> oh, man. And his mom heard it and called and was like, are you dead? And uh, he goes, no. Uh, and they, a week later on the next Monday, had to say, he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Our bad. Whoops. So one of the main events or the main attraction, uh, which isn't at the last match at, at Chicago, is a 20-man battle royale Ooh, with oh half God. wrestlers and half football players. Oh, what? The- well, I shouldn't say it's not a fair split. It's like, eh, 60-40. But, no. uh, yeah. But still, still a bad the football, plan. The football players get to wear their pads, right? No. Because that would no, have made they're, it better. They're in tights. Um, so I'm going to read all of them in here. Uh, they do – so the time – oh, since this is the main event, we have a timekeeper and all that stuff. Uh – Timekeeper is uh, <laughs> Mean Gene's the announcer. Timekeeper. Who's the announcer? Uh, mean Gene Okerlund. Okay. Uh, Timekeeper, however, is another Burger King spokesperson. <laughs> Claire Pillar, aka Where's the Beef? Where's the Beef? <laughs> now, they say that. The camera goes to her, and she's like, You can see her mouth now. Now, like she's so yeah, out of it, yeah. she's like now, and then she gets up and she's saying, "Where is the beef?" But she's waving her flags. She's going, "Where's the beef?" And, and you can't hear. And they just go on to the next person. <laughs> uh, I really love that. Guest referee, <laughs> guest referee for this is uh, Dick Buckus. Oh, yeah, Dick Buckus. Uh, and he's Chicago, so they go nuts. Yeah. And then uh, another guest referee is basketball player Ed Too Tall Jones. Too tall. Too tall. Too tall Jones. All right. How tall is he? Too he's, tall. He's too tall. <laughs> he's too tall. Uh, okay, so uh, Bears at this time. This is the height of the Bears. They're the Super Bowl Shuffle. They're 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 awesome, and we're in Chicago, so. Jimbo Covert is the first person up that they call down. And then in this, I'm going to name everyone. Pedro Morales, Tony Atlas, Ted Arcidi, uh, from the Cowboys, Harvey Martin, Dan Spivey. If I don't say a team, they're actual wrestlers. <laughs> uh, Hillbilly Jim, King Tonga, Iron Sheik is in this. Ernie Holmes from the Steelers, uh, a tag team named the Killer Bees. Big John Studd. Big John Studd. Uh, Bill Fralick from the Falcons. 
Bret Hart and Jimmy Neidhart. This is Bret Hart's first uh, yeah. WrestleMania appearance. And then uh, Russ uh, Francis. Russ Francis from the 49ers. Bruno San Martino. Fun fact, this is the only WWF pay-per-view he ever wrestled in. Oh. And it was this. He was like 50 at the time. So okay. <laughs> that's part of the reason why. Uh, and, uh, Br- Let's see. Bruno San Martino. Fri- Fridge Perry. Fridge. 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 Refrigerator Perry. And Andre the Giant. But Who do you think wins? Andre. Yes. I wonder what the size difference was between Andre the Giant and Perry. It was quite remarkable. Like it was like Andre the Giant is literally a giant. Yeah, like, but Fridge wasn't a small but dude. But he, he was still like you could look. I watching that, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, he they must be like you know close to each other and not at he, all. He just, shrinks. He's just tiny. Fridge shrinks or no, uh, Andre shrinks. Fridge. Oh, like, okay. You're like, oh, he's not that big. <laughs> Andre is seven four. Yeah. Fridge uh, is six two. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't know he was. I didn't know he yeah. was six two. I had no idea. Um, I mean, he's wide for sure. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but like, it's all girth. <laughs> broad, so, broad uh, shoulders. The only football player to make it to the final five was uh, Russ Francis, and Fridge, and then Fridge gets out. Then Russ Francis, uh, and Fridge does a thing where he takes Big John Stud out while he's outside of the ring. Dirty move. Uh, oh, man, he's a liar and a yeah. cheat. Uh, and the last two, it's Bret Hart and Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant just throws him out. <laughs> uh, and then Andre the Giant takes a break after that. But that's a Oh, like that was his yeah. last thing for a bit? Cause Until the next WrestleMania. Actually, I, I can talk about this real quick. He was taking a break to do Princess Bride and stuff. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And the whole thing was like, he they they said, oh, we're gonna have you at Saturday Night's main event uh, with this tag team partner. Uh, the tag team partner shows up. He doesn't. It was planned. Uh, so they suspend him, and he can never come back. Oh, and then he comes back in a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not Andre's and, yeah, It was like everyone's like That's like their favorite It, it was Bobby move. Heenan was like That's Andre the Giant And he's like no I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Why do they keep doing that Why I think is that, that was the, the first time Is that the first that time That seems like that's definitely the first I'm time totally But like not. <laughs> it's definitely something they've gone back to Oh, It's, the, a, it's a well that they really love well. going they to They do it all the time uh, Just straight up Oh man uh, So so, uh, uh, they, oh, yeah, they, I they will keep say doing this. that bit with people who are instantly recognizable, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm seven foot four or whatever. Roddy Roddy Piper, then they cut to another promo of him. He's already fought, <laughs> and he was like, and he, he's just up there, he's up in this like crow's nest interview spot with uh McMahon and St. James. And it's unremarkable, but what I do like is that he weirdly starts, like, flirting with St. James and, like, rubbing his nipples, like, hey, how do I look to you? And, like, it's just oh, like... Oh, man. And here's the thing. That's the last time we see him for about five months. <laughs> uh, he he claims in his book that he just wanted to take a break. Sure, so, sure. Um, Next up is a tag team match. 
between uh, the champs Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus the Barber Beefcake with luscious Johnny Valiant. So wait, what city are we in now? We're still we're still in Chicago. Oh, oh, but I thought that was the main event. Yeah, was it the... was. That's what's so fucked up about this. <laughs> Why are they having more things after the main event? I don't, I don't event? know. That's what's. I think. I think. They had to get fridge home before bedtime. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, Budkiss was like, I need to go home. Yeah. So uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake uh, and Greg the Hammer Valentine, with they're the champions against the British Bulldogs, uh, Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid. Oh. And, and uh, Captain Lou is there. Oh, oh, wait. They have two managers at this one. Normally it's Captain Lou, but this is Captain Lou and Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, good. Because reasons. Like, yeah. why not? At this point, Ozzy doesn't at do this anything. point, why isn't a goddamn kitchen sink I mean, honestly, Ozzy's not biting the heads off the bats. You thought they would do that. You right. thought they'd have him bite, like, their shoulder or something, like, or act like he was biting the shoulder and then go for the pin, but they didn't even do nah. that. He was just there. Uh, it was a really good match, though, I will say. But that's the first we kind of saw those guys. And then... See, oh, then we go to LA. Mm. LA. Here we go. All right. Here, here's my favorite. This one needs no explaining. It's Jesse the Body Ventura is the commentator. Uh, and he's wearing a Cleopatra wig. I think I need to point that out. That's important. <laughs> he's to wearing know. a Cleopatra wig. Like be- beaded yeah, wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the uh, black hair the black hair. No, wig. It's, oh. it's like gold beads. Okay. Uh Lord Alfred Hayes, which we talked about in the last one, and Elvira. Oh, <laughs> we you don't know what even... oh, they got. I think LA got the best. Uh, best so we know we know Elvira. Elvira yeah. is amazing. She's hilarious. Yeah, so she was she was on commentary, but it's also like why? <laughs> like, so uh, first match is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Versus Hercules Hernandez. Oh. Uh, I I looked up. There's not a whole lot that happened with him after he just kind of wrestles around here and there after that. But uh, it's a good match. Uh, not much to say. Steamboat wins. Uh, Steamboat's an amazing look up. Amazing wrestler. Look up any of his matches. That's all I gotta say about that. Wins with the crossbody. Uh, and at that time, LA doesn't look packed. It's like you see empty chairs in the front row. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but then they do like a weird cut and say we're back. And I don't know if that was just my – because sometimes the network has to contractually cut things out. Maybe they went to a commercial or something. But then it's packed all of a sudden. So it might have been taped uh, earlier. I'm not sure. Um, next match is – and I wish I looked up more about this guy. and we I know we definitely will on the next one. Adrian Adonis. So Adrian Adonis is this wrestler that has this, uh, he comes out wearing this crazy lady makeup and, uh, and has a dress on and he has a bottle of perfume that he's spraying everywhere. Okay. Uh, that's his whole gimmick that he's just crazy versus someone named Uncle Elbert, which is a big hillbilly looking guy in overalls. We already have Hillbilly Jim, but we need another one. You need, Why not? You, you need an uncle. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Matt starts quick. Adrian Donis is actually a really good seller. He uh see and it wins with a splash. Uh, it. Adrian Donis wins with a splash. 
Uh, his dress also gets ripped off in the process. No! And his his signature is that when he defeats someone, he puts a rose on their back. <laughs> <laughs> Next match is uh, Terry Funk and Hoss Funk, the Funk Brothers. Ooh. Versus... Bringing uh, the Funk. Hey, with Jimmy Matt, Hart again. Yeah. Can we now be collectively called the Funk Brothers, yeah. me and you? I think so. With... Uh, <laughs> With Matt the, and Jack, the Funk Brothers, bringing the funk with Jimmy Hart and Tito Santana. Oh wait, no, T- Jimmy Hart versus Tito Santana and the Junkyard Dog. Uh, very, oh, oh, oh. very good, entertaining match. The crowd ate it up; they loved it. Uh, there's a weird siren going off the entire time, and I thought it was at my house. I put it on pause. It it was on TV. I don't know what. <laughs> What's going on there? Uh, but it, it, it's a really good match. Uh, Funk hits Dog with uh, Jimmy Hart's megaphone that he brings to the ring. Yep. And wins the match that way. Now, Tito Santana. We talked about him in WrestleMania 1. Okay. Here's what I have found out. That was the last WrestleMania that he won. <laughs> oh. He... He was in like seven or eight more, never won one. This Aww. started his streak. The streak is alive. Uh, so, yeah. So, now, real quick, though, how's Elvira holding up on commentating? She's doing okay. Like, she, she can improvise a little bit. Yeah. She gets annoying to me in the main event a little bit. Like, oh, oh, look at that. Because, like, they, they do kind I think of. She, I think she was a groundling or something like that. I think she came yeah, out of there. She so. can do some stuff. And, and also, like, uh, Ventura was kind of helping her out. He's like, on the very first match, he's like, "What do you think of these guys?" She's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm distracted." Like she's being her flirty yeah, she's self, flirting yeah. and doing yeah. like her one liners. She's and- doing yeah her stuff, and she's she's okay. She's better than the last one, which uh, that last girl was just like, "Oh, oh, wow, oh, <laughs> oh, look, oh my god, they should stop this." Oh, and. Yeah, <laughs> that's aggressive. She's doing this is better. so aggressive. St. James held her own because she around. was banging the producer. Right. I, I mean, I, I that, don't know. D- that's a horrible hey, way of phrasing. That's that. such a that's, bad that's way to a, phrase. That we is, don't like you phrasing it that way, Kevin. Was she, that, she had? She, she has was an, married to him. She was, uh, has an. Actually, she may not have been married to him, but like it became so, true love. So. Yeah. They, she, they, the they were in a sexist I, marriage? I'm yeah. not... Okay. Yeah. They right. were. All no right. sex at all. I'm just saying it's more important to point out that it was love instead yeah. of just banging. That they had a deep and committed it was, relationship it was, it was, and it was, chose to share each other's lives. It was It was a heart connection? Yeah. It The Bret Hart connection? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I didn't say that, but uh, Neidhart and... Uh, and uh, Neidhart and... Bret Hart, their tag team is called the Hart Foundation. I like, I love it. Should have yeah. called it Hart to Hart. They heart bring more heart. people in it, and they are actually brother-in-laws. Uh, Nightheart, and then uh, they uh, should have called it Heart on. Uh, Nightheart's <laughs> daughter is the only legacy of of the Hearts today wrestling in the WWE. Uh, Nat- Natalia is her name. She's the current women's champion. Ooh. Uh, so. Uh, for for SmackDown, sorry. Should have called it Heart to Pin. God damn it. Um, 
You got one more in you? <laughs> I think that's my best one. <laughs> so the, the main event boys. is Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy in a steel cage match. King Kong Oddly, Bundy. Oddly, less hairy than George the Animal Steel. Yeah, a lot less. Yeah. And uh, he has Bobby the Brain Heenan with him. Ah. Uh, the late great Bobby the Brain Heenan. I have a couple stories about Bobby the Brain. Also, quick, by the please. way, I want to bring it back something real quick. Please. Uh, you mentioned the Where's the Beef Lady being Burger King. She was definitely Wendy's. Oh, was she? Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So they had both. Yeah. They had Wendy's. You know what? Was there know. McDonald's in LA? Like, what did they go like different burger? Ronald chains? wasn't there. There was Ronald. <laughs> was there a clown like roaming around? So that, in the that was Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I was and and Herb was like in response to that because oh. both of those Wendy's and Burger King were both trying to get they were get into yeah, McDonald's like shares. Got it. Okay, uh. so um, I am sorry. I apologize. This is my fault. Um, so I just don't want to have to have like yeah. a retraction well, period in the next episode. Sorry, Wendy's. Then they switched from an old lady to a little girl with red pigtails. I think the little. I think Wendy's was always a little girl with red pigtails. Then why'd they bring in an old lady? Did just. I don't have these answers for Where's you. Where's Dave at? What'd he do? But, uh, gave me $5,000 and ran off. That's Herb. <laughs> oh. Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. Yeah. Dave's dead. Dave's dead. Oh, rest in peace, Dave. Yeah. All right. He also, was an going orphan. back to Herb real quick, I, this is really interesting article okay. that I'm trying to it. read. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But apparently, so Herb was like kind of part, the actor was kind of part two. Part one was like, if you went into... A Burger King mm-hmm. and said, I'm not Herb, you'd get 99 cents off of a burger. <laughs> or you'd get a burger for 99 Jack, cents. Let's try that now. And they're just like, okay. They call yeah, the cops yeah, on you. Like, I'm not Herb. I'm not Herb. <laughs> what? Give me my burger. <laughs> I'm not Herb. I want my burger. <laughs> what? That's so weird. I was and raised like, on It's also, they mentioned, television. like, because, like, the way it leads up to Herb is, like, they were just taking ads out in newspapers like as if it was family members being like herb why do you live this way like call us blah, blah, blah. but like with no connection no, to burger no king it's just like a viral the like advertisement before on? that's a thing that's so fucking cool what were we talking about wrestling yeah okay. i didn't sign up for a marketing podcast i didn't sign up for herb 101 So, although that is a great story, because like I was like, "Who the fuck is Herb?" <laughs> He's, he'll give you money if you yeah. find him. So, uh, <laughs> so weird. So, a couple things about Bobby the Brain Heenan. I did hear on a podcast where uh, uh, it, it's a story of like basically he wasn't doing well for a while. You won't like this part, but he uh, he had we talked about it last week. He had throat cancer, and he also. Uh, had his jaw removed at one point, mm. but he would still go to signings and stuff and just sign. And he wasn't talking much or anything. He would just do signings and he wasn't looking good, but people were just like, Oh, it's a legend. Bobby the brain. He we got to get it signed. Uh, podcaster Sam Roberts went, went and he used to have all these wrestlers sign a steel chair and he ha- hands him the steel chair, you know, pays the money and everything. And, and, uh, 
Bobby the Brain Heenan like says lean in like signals lean in and he goes down so he can hear him and he just you know in his own way I'm not going to do an impression but he's like you know people ask me if I ever got hit with a steel chair he goes I got hit so much my face still smells like ass and he he and he said that was so great in his like he's he could barely speak but he wanted to get that out yeah. like he could that's so fucking cool yeah. like just like I've got a perfect joke for this yeah and he's like I'm gonna must it will take everything to get this out right and <laughs> and he did uh, so he was still himself mentally till till the, the, yeah, his final days uh, so the other thing I will say about him. Is for he's he's there with uh, King Kong Bundy for the steel cage match, which is actually the last steel cage match they ever had at a WrestleMania. Weird, they do have Hell in a Cells, but not the traditional steel cage match. Mm. It's just weird. We don't know why. Uh, so, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan actually the day before is in the hospital. He has two vertebrae that are fucked up. And uh, he's in a hospital bed, and they say the office, but I'm guessing it's Vince McMahon. He's obviously behind it. Say that if he does not show up tomorrow, he's fired. <laughs> wow. He checks himself out of the hospital, gets on a plane, and goes to L.A. Mm-hmm. More about this later. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, the buildup behind this was King Kong Bundy and Bobby the Brain Heenan attack during a match and attack Hulk Hogan during a match. And uh, then they cut to a promo, a pre-recorded promo of Hulk Hogan deadlifting with just Hillbilly Jim is there. and <laughs> Just like in the background? No, he's just there like spotting him. Like, <laughs> like in full like Hillbilly right. Jim wore overalls and had the big beard and the hat. Dressed as Hillbilly Jim, but he's just there. And then another guy's there that's allegedly his doctor, Hulk's doctor. And Hulk has, like, bandages around his waist, and they're saying, oh, like, his ribs are cracked and everything, and uh, he's hurting real bad. And his doctor's like, I've told him many times not to do this fight. Like, they're playing that yeah, angle. Yeah. Um, he has a herniatic disc. He shouldn't be doing this. And then he just keeps lifting weights <laughs> uh, and then uh, Heenan and Bundy do a promo that's great they say it's Bundy Mania now for the guest ring announcer Tommy Lasorda manager of the Dodgers oh good yeah nice. uh, that makes sense he does not have an announcer's voice mm. there you go Tommy uh, Lasorda <laughs> <laughs> the- I'm, ba- I'm baby Lasorda I'm going to announce this match. They don't have a whole lot of... Oh, no. They're going after each other. You have to go somewhere, right? I'm trying to get through (laughs) these. I'm trying to get through these for you. I'm doing it all for you, Jack. It's a Bible disorder. (laughs) We'll do the Bible disorder. (laughs) I I don't have to go anywhere. I'm fine. This is on you. 
I think they should call the group uh, the group of heart knocks. Are we going back to that? Yep. Heart knocks. <laughs> All right. Timekeeper. Timekeeper. Jack, you... Stupidest thing. The timekeeper for this is Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons, <laughs> who's 12 years old. Oh, that's even better. Or uh, around that. And the referee is... Hi. Ro- hi. I'm Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> hi. A, I'm the other shit. guy. Nah. <laughs> I I'm, already forgot that name. Let's see if you know this one, Matt. Tell Robert Conrad. He's an actor. Who? He was yeah. in the show Wild Wild West and yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of other shows. Yeah, yeah, I know who that uh, is. He's the guest referee in this. Okay. Uh, so, match starts. It's not very exciting. Bundy dominates. Uh, they go back and forth. Bundy takes uh, the bandages off and ties him to the rope. Now, Bundy's main thing ties Hulk Hogan to the ropes. Uh, Bundy's main thing, if you remember when I talked about a steel cage match, there's a couple ways to win a steel cage match, which I am not for. You can just walk out, right? You can walk out of the fucking door, and I hate that (laughs) so much. You can climb over, which is the way it should be, or you could pin a guy in the middle of the ring. So there's multiple ways to win, which it really should just be one. Bundy keeps trying to walk out of the door. Oh. Uh, it's not happening, though. Hulk stop, stops him each time. Hulk uh, throws Bundy against the cage, and Bundy starts bleeding. Elvira's being a very annoying, saying, they should stop this. The same thing, but they probably told her to say that, mm, yeah. honestly. Because um, she's doing okay at that point. Uh, it keeps going on, and then Hulk Hogan goes into a state of Hulkamania, which is basically no-selling. He just, like, looks at the guy and just points. He, the, he snorts a line of Coke, and then... <sighs> like Popeye, he just does a line on the turnbuckle. <laughs> I love that so much, you have no idea. Like, like, like Hulk Hogan is just like... He's just like, yeah, he just... <laughs> Ooh, brother. Uh, so, Hulk Hogan wins. Climbs over. Clearly. Uh, then Hulk, uh, then Bobby the Brain Heenan goes into the cage to get Bundy out. Bundy walks out first. Then Hulk Hogan goes in with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Knowing what we know now, this oh, isn't good. Oh, because he's got vertebrae. He throws him against the steel cage. You think McMahon could have just been like, you know what? Not necessary. Because it really isn't necessary. Right. right. The match is over. over. The the guy lost, so he he bumps for Hogan, right, and then literally goes back to the same hospital that he was at before. Uh. He flies home, checks back into the hospital. That's a true warrior, right there. That's so dumb. Like, we need you to show up. What am I gonna do? Am I in a match? No, it's a a bump spot. That's it. Yeah. We're gonna I'm good. I'm well, in the he, hospital. They Otherwise, had, you're fired. They could have had him manage the whole thing and not. Right. Like, he. Not, uh, Jimmy Hart never took a uh, a bump. And uh, Fuji didn't take a bump. He didn't have to do it. But they he, he, he did. <laughs> Hogan's like, I got a great idea. You got a Get great in idea, here. Brother. Get in here. Brother. Um, 
brother. The Coke's making me real smart. Oh, this Coke is amazing. Uh, <laughs> talk about Hulkamania. What about Cocamania? Cocamania. Oh, Cocamania's running wild on your brain. <laughs> oh, I'm in a state of Cocamania. A couple Coca-mania. more facts before we're done. For some reason, it's the only WrestleMania to take place on a Monday. We don't know why. Mm. It was on a Monday. Uh, I think I got everything out. Yeah, the... Um, oh, yeah, Roddy Roddy Piper took off for about four months after this. And I think I said that. Y'all. Uh, then he, he comes back, then leaves again. We'll get to that on the next one. <laughs> We'll get to that on the next one. Uh, uh, I think I got all my facts out. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here today. I didn't, I didn't sign up for a podcast and just thanks, everybody. Right. I didn't sign up for, for a manners podcast. All right. Fuck oh. off. <laughs> yeah. I didn't sign up for an insult podcast. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, sign, I didn't sign up to... to Stutter into a microphone podcast. I didn't sign up to get interrupted every 10 seconds. Oh, wait, I did. did you? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what you signed up <laughs> Hey, guys. If you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page, go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show, all that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And and your picture. And your uh, uh, home, and, and home address. And, home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.